podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And we're here and it's five in a row. How does that sound to you, Lewis? We're here and it's five in a row. Monday morning, five straight victories. Five straight happy, happy Monday mornings. Boy, there were seven ugly Monday mornings followed by five happy mornings. You got to be thrilled. You know, the fact that now, you know, we're, we're getting a little bit of respect around the league to some extent, right? <laughs> um, even though there's some trash talking by- Yeah, you know, Logan Ryan didn't respect us. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, you know, the, the bottom line is, is that in the NFL, I say this all the time, a win's a win. You know, I I understand the Giants were depleted on the offensive side yesterday. I get all that. And um, we see things go down every single week that are shockers. I mean, Detroit beating Minnesota yesterday on the last play of the game. This kind of stuff happens every single week. You know, San Diego hasn't been playing well. They went into Cincinnati, who has been playing well, Mm -hmm. and, and they beat them. You know, it, it, this type of stuff happens on a continuous basis. Pittsburgh, another example against Baltimore, uh, Pittsburgh has not been playing great and, uh, they wind up pulling that game out against Baltimore. Baltimore is kind of slipping a little bit of late, huh? A little bit. We kind of knocked them around and, uh, you know, they, they've been slipping since, but the, the bottom line is that a win's a win. We're in the mix now. And that's a good thing. You know, it gives us hope going forward because as we're seeing a lot of teams lose here and there, it's allowing us to creep back into this thing. Um, nobody's overly separating themselves. I mean, there's a few teams that we know are going to the playoffs, but with what, seven teams going this year, Mike? Is that what it is in the AFC? Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of teams. You know, so we're right there. I mean, you know, we've got a we've got a game coming up against the Jets after the bye week. That's a home game, and you know, it's it's a very winnable game. Take it one game at a time. You get you get to five hundred, and then we go from there. You know, it's that simple. You know, we've got what four games uh, after the Jet game, right? Or three games? Three. What is it? We have three, three games. Got to basically win out if we think we're doing anything this year. We have to win out. It is possible. You know, it is possible with the way the defense is playing. That's for sure. You know, I mean, I'd put them up against any offense right now. And I think they've do, they do a pretty solid job with the way they're playing. And they're staying healthy, which is another key. Knock know? wood. Knock wood. Knock wood. So, you know, it's, well, let's talk about the game a little bit. What are your takes from it? Well, my takes from it was it was fairly ugly. I mean, you know, the first <laughs> half especially was just kind of fairly ugly, you know. Right. Um, but boring somewhat. I don't want to say boring, but it wasn't as exciting as it could have been. 
It was a game uh, we expected. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It, it was low scoring. It was defensive. It was uh, two offenses trying to find their way. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them did, and one of them didn't. Right. What'd you think of Tua yesterday? Oh, we're going in the tour immediately, are we? Yeah. We're talking um, about the offense. He's playing at a very, very high level in regard to completing passes. You know, again, you know, we threw the ball 41 times yesterday. And, you know, they talk about, well, we need to run, we need to run, we need to run. Well, we did run the ball a total of 23 times between Gaskin and Ahmed. And when you look at the running game, Mike, is there anything that stands out? Not even one run. Does one run yesterday, even one run stand out yesterday as you watch them run the ball 23 times? Can you remember one? Stand out for what reason? (laughs) For for a reason that you're like, oh, wow, that was a good running play. No, I I can't say any of them stick out in my mind. I had one. So I, I've got one, you had zero. Ahmed had a nice 11-yard run yeah, um, where yeah. he like kind of cut it outside. That yep. was that was the highlight of the day. In yeah, he got around the corner pretty attack. quick, and he looked right. good. Yep. You know, and, and Tua's not running the ball at all either. You know, he's not scrambling and, and getting yardage either. So, you know, our, our run offense is just minuscule. I mean, every single week. I mean, Gaskin's 15 carries, 44 yards, less than three yards a carry. Ahmed, eight carries for 23 yards. Guess what? Less than three yards a carry. Tua, two attempts, one yard. This is, this is our running game, right? Basically, what we're doing right now, Mike, we threw the ball 41 times and, you know, we did run the ball 23 times. So it's not like we only ran the ball eight times yesterday right. and, you know, and threw the ball 60. What we're doing is, is our passing game, as you say all the time, is an extension of our, that is our running game. The yes, short passes. Yep. The short passes, you know, you kind of throw, you know, he had 41 attempts yesterday, too. He completed 30 passes for 244 yards. You know, you multiply those 30 completions into 244, and, you know, the math comes up to roughly about eight yards a completion is what they're averaging. So this is what they do. Nothing has changed over the course of the season. The addition of Parker helped a little bit yesterday. In the passing game, a little bit down the field, um, he made some nice plays. He proves his worth every time he's on the field. Um, he's an, he's another guy that that creates and and gives opportunities to guys like Gasecki, who didn't right. really fare well yesterday, but they had opportunities. It was just not really good execution, you know. So, getting back to your question in regard to Tua, I thought he played very well again. And Mike, here's the key. Tua is not making mistakes in regard to turning the ball over. Again, no interceptions yesterday, um, no fumbles, uh, no bad snaps from our center. So right. the, the offense is not making mistakes. And not too many penalties either. Not too many penalties either, right? I was going to add that. Um, you know, we had one or two. The offensive line did a pretty decent job yesterday. Again, we were in the red zone. And again, I believe it was Austin Jackson. With a full start, um, you know, we, we've just got to assume that that's going to happen at least once a game, right? Uh, because that's what happens. But as you look at Tua, 
he's not making big mistakes um, in regard to interceptions at inopportune times. He's very efficient. And Mike, they're executing perfectly. Teams know what we're going to do right now, right? Just sure like they do. Th- this reminds me a lot of the 72 Dolphins, you know, other than the fact that they, they don't have a running game. You know, their, their, their short passing game is what is what they consider their their running game and if you execute perfectly then regardless of whether the team thinks it, they can stop you or not or knows what's coming they can't stop it i mean you know we've we saw brady do it for years with new england we knew they were going to do a little bit of dinking a little bit of dunking and then he was going to hit the you know hit Those plays down patterns and, down the uh, field to gronk mm-hmm. or whoever whoever else was in their offense at the time. But if you execute as they do, and Tua is executing extremely well right now at a very, very high level, then there's nothing you can do about it. Um, you know, the question becomes, can you sustain this, right? Can you, can you do this? Because if you look at what they did yesterday, they had two drives, basically the whole game, right? And, and, and nothing has changed, Mike. I mean, you know, you tell me for a second what you think the big turnaround is while we're on this. I mean, we were we were one and seven at one point. We had lost seven in a row, and now we've won five rows. So what do you attribute that to in your mind? Well, I, I think Tua has gotten more comfortable. I think the offensive line is not losing the game for us, uh, which they had done earlier. And uh, I think they've gotten the penalties under control. Okay. Well, you missed the big one. The big one is the defense. Well, that goes without saying. That's that's number right, but that's the number one reason this team has now gone five and zero. Oh, okay, no question, no question about it. Number two on the list is Tua making not making mistakes. If you go back and you look at these other games, games that we lost on our schedule, games to Jacksonville, uh, the game to Atlanta. Those games, Tua made big interceptions. I think in, against Atlanta, you had two big interceptions that wound up costing us in the end. Uh, the same thing in the Jacksonville game. Uh, he's not making those mistakes. So that's, that's factor number two in our win streak, is that he's staying away from interceptions in inopportune, you know, in inopportune times. And that, that's a key factor in all of this as well. But the number one reason... Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point scored. New customers who bet just $1 in any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and you win $100 in free bets if they score. You score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. You must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required, 
One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So our defense, which was ranked 32nd in the NFL, is now ranked 21st. Now, that's a significant jump as far as I'm concerned. Um, we were dead last. I mean dead last in the NFL. And over in the a month, that's a, that is a good jump. It's a nice jump. And even better... Our run defense is now 10th in the NFL. We're doing a f- fantastic job as far as shutting the run down, which of course puts teams in passing situations, which of course puts us in our best situation where we're able to run those package, uh, you know, those outside blitzes where you don't know what's coming. You have bunch, you know, guys bunched up on either the left side or the right side, and they have no idea which one of the three or which, you know, two of the three or all three, whether they're coming. And it, it, it's, a, it's a great, great thing to see when you have the defense just playing on all levels at a, at a very high level, regardless of whether it's run defense or pass defense. Let me throw something else at you, Mike, in regard to our pass defense. Our pass defense during our losing streak, 17 passes for touchdowns against us, three interceptions over that period. The five-game winning streak, three touchdown passes, eight interceptions. There you go. I mean, that is a major, major turnaround. You know, when we look at this team, and I'm not downplaying Tua because this is all, this is, you know, you, you mentioned uh, Tua, and I don't think Tua is playing all that much different than what he has all year. He's done an exceptional job the whole season. He's getting better. He's getting more efficient. If you go back and you look at games earlier in the year, he was hitting at a clip of about 80% on some of them. Uh, he had some really bad, he had a really bad game against Buffalo. I mean, just a horrible game against Buffalo. The difference in our football team right now, the big difference is the fact that the defense is giving us opportunity after opportunity to score points because they're just shutting everybody down for four quarters. Um, They weren't doing that during our losing streak. The offense has gotten much more efficient, in my opinion. You know, the offensive line is getting better and better. They're still not running the game. Uh, They're still not running the ball, I should say, um, very well. But, um, you know, nothing's changed, Mike. I mean, you know, week in and week out, the numbers are there. Tua's numbers are basically the same every single week. Um, the big difference on this football team is is the level of defense that we're playing right now. Would you agree with that? Yes, I, I do think the schedule has been easier than it was early on, and that has something to do with it as well. But Tua, I think, has looked very comfortable, and uh, that's what you want him to look like. You know, you want him to feel comfortable and uh, take advantage of the uh, you know situations that present themselves, and I think he's done that. He has. He, he's, he's progressing, and you can see it. Um, but, Mike, Tua, this is what Tua is. I mean, it's that simple. I think that the Dolphins have an understanding, the coaching staff have an understanding of what he's capable of doing, and they don't ask him to do much more than that. Um, you know, right now, you know, as a Dolphin fan, as you look at them, can he manage this football team and do it at a high level? Absolutely. And that's what he's doing. But 
my problem or my question, it's not a problem, but my question is, is can you sustain this type of thing? If you look at what took place yesterday, I mean, a 14-play drive, Mike, for a touchdown. 14 plays. They're meticulously going up the field. It's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. And it's the same situation as it was earlier in the year. Nothing has changed. It's not like our offense is now putting up 25, 30 points a game against these teams that we're playing against. You know, we're, we're basically right around that 17 to 20 mark. Right. We usually put a couple of touchdown drives together each game. So nothing has changed, you know, other than the fact that the defense is just shutting other teams down completely. So, you know, when you look at it from that perspective, you know, you have to understand that the offense is getting a ton of opportunities because the defense is allowing that. And let's go a little step further, Mike. Um, We'll go into the second half. Okay. The second half starts. It's a tight game at that point, right? I, I believe it was 10 to 6 through most of the third quarter. We come out in the second half, three plays and a punt, first possession of the second half. Second possession of the second half, three plays and a punt. Third possession, three plays and a punt. Fourth possession, four plays and a punt. Listen, when we play the better offensive teams, That's not going to happen. We have to figure out if this is what we are going to be as an offense going forward or if we can get that much better because this team that we played yesterday had a backup quarterback, two of their better receivers were out, and um, their running game, we shut down completely. So they really had nowhere to turn. I mean, Glennon is not a mobile guy. We were able to get to him. The question becomes, when we play better offensive teams, are we going to be able to win football games with this type of production from our offense? And that's where my concern lies. And I share it. You share it. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're getting wins right now. And your comment uh, a couple of minutes ago in regard to the, you know, the teams that we're playing, I do agree with that to an extent. You know, we did play Baltimore in between this. The Giants are a very good defensive football team, but they fell into the same hole that that we did, you know, in regard to their defense constantly having to go back out there because the Giants were going three and out a lot of the time Mm -hmm. as well. They didn't have a lot of success moving the football. We had a few drives that we put together, which were executed perfectly by Tua to give him all the credit in the world for that. But he does do that, and we do that as a team. It's not only about two, it's also about the receivers because yesterday we had some drops. Uh, There were 40 passes thrown. I would say we had, what, about three or four drops. Gusecki had a big one. Yeah, I would say so. Maybe two. We saw Waddle drop a pass that he should have had, which he normally doesn't do. Yep. And, and uh, I Gusecki think Wilson had, had one. And, you know, Gasicki has good hands. He's normally not one to drop them, you know, but he did again yesterday. He did. That he did. Um, you know, so, you know, when you look at the team as a whole, when you're throwing the ball 40 times and Tua completes 30 of them, and you would say there were three or four drops in between, you know, he, he had a very efficient day. Um, when, when it comes down to him, 
it's it's other things that that you concern yourself with. Um, we're in field goal range, and on first down, he goes to his first read to Gasecki in the flat, and he's covered like a blanket, and we lose, I believe, four yards on first down, and we inevitably don't come up with any points on that drive um, because I don't think we gained another yard, and we wound up missing a field goal. Um, which is, you know, a, a, a constant thing as well. It seems like every single week we're missing one kick. Um, at other times, you know, when he gets happy feet. When his first read isn't there and he does tend to look at a second read, he starts to get happy feet and, and his mechanics go bad. So he short hops a ball to, I believe, Albert Wilson down the middle of the field. These are These are things that he has to get better at in order for him to go to the next level, Mike. Because again, when we play the better teams, this this isn't going to be sustainable, in my opinion. Um, the type of offense that we're running, they have to make plays down the field. They have to put more than two drives together. We cannot go three and out or four plays and out six, seven times a game. You just can't do that. Yep. If you're going to do that, you have to hope your defense is phenomenal. And our defense is phenomenal right now. And as long as Tua can, you know, maintain these long drives and take a lot of time off the clock, Mike, you know, it's a formula that's working right now. Uh And, you know. They did win time of possession yesterday. Oh, without a doubt. Well, you're going to win time of possession against that offense, Mike. Um, And with the way our defense is playing. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a similar situation against the Jets in a couple of weeks. You know, they're, they've got a little bit more offense. Um, their rookie came back. They actually played pretty well for a while yesterday against the Eagles. They were in that game for a good amount of time, and then the Eagles just pulled away from them in the end. But, um, you know, the kid's going to be back quarterbacking for them. They've got some offensive firepower. They've got some decent receivers. I mean, I think our defense will match up well against them. I'm not overly concerned on that, on you know, on that side of the football. Um, I think that the offense, at some point, um, and I don't think it's going to happen this year, Mike, because we are what we are. Um, you know, two has got to play at an extremely high level every single week against some of the better teams in order for us to win these football games. And um, you know, he's surrounded by marginal talent at this point. Um, I think that in order for us to be overly successful going forward, they're going to have to put some more playmakers around him to where they can at least, um, you know, break a play here or there. You know, they get some chunk plays because, boy, 14 play drives are, are, I mean, that's a lot of plays over the course of a drive, Mike. Yeah. Think about that. You know, you're, you're talking about 14 plays, you know, driving 70 yards. You know, you do the math there per play, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it's roughly a bit, you know, it's, it, what is it, about five yards a play down the field, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, maybe a little bit more than that. And that is a tough thing to do. It takes execution from everybody. It's the offensive line. It's the receivers constantly making catches which they have been doing for the most part. If you drop a ball on first down and you're second and 10, it's a problem for us, you know? Um, you know, so they're, they're, all, they're all executing extremely well. And Tua looks like he's, he's got 
a grip on what they're asking him to do, and that's a major positive. I agree. You know, we we got to talk a little bit about the defense. Yes. Jalen Phillips yesterday came out and had another phenomenal game. Yes, he did. That was fun to see. Yes, it was, as was the rest of the defense. As was the rest of the defense. But I really like the fact that he's coming on Yes, because we were wondering about him a little bit. And uh, he's basically showing us there's nothing to worry about. He's going to be fine. Yes. I mean, he, he does an extremely good job at rushing the quarterback. His run defense is a little lackluster. Right, that's um, typical, though. It listen, you know, we'll take whatever we can get at this point out of him. Right, he's part of that defense, and he's doing what we drafted him to do. He's getting to the quarterback. Our pass rush is uh, non-existent, or was non-existent, other than the uh, other than Agba. They're doing a, a, an extremely good job. He's doing a great job. He gives us another guy that can get to the quarterback. Without, you know, without blitzers, you know, I'm talking about across that defensive line. So yeah, that's a very big positive. Um, you know, across well, Landon Roberts is another guy. He played well yesterday, uh, making a bit of an impact. Yeah. I mean, Mike, across the board, you know, the defensive linemen, Wilkins and Sealer in the middle, uh, you know, again, you, you go back to the 10th best run defense now in the NFL. And th- these are the reasons why. I mean, those guys in the middle are doing an exceptional job. They're they just are. bottling guys up. That you don't see running lanes at all against us. Not at all. You don't see big running plays. You don't see guys just blowing us up. They're, they're just shutting it down. Yep. And um, it, it's a great thing to see. Holland is, is playing at a very high level every single week. It's a fun thing to watch, Mike, because... They were missing Jones yesterday, the safety. Um, McCordy, I know, is still out. Um, but, the, you know, Rowan, Rowan Holland have done a very good job in the secondary, um, along with X-Man and Jones. You know, that's, that's a nice group of guys, the nickel guys in games when they've been called upon, have made some big plays down the field. Coleman comes to mind, Needham comes to mind. I mean, you don't see anything glaring to where you see guys just getting smoked 20, 30 yards down the field on a consistent basis. So every every player on that defense is contributing to this turnaround. They're playing as a unit. They're swarming to the football. My goodness, how many times did you see three or four guys around around the running back yesterday? I mean, it, it, you love that. I mean, that's what's got to happen. The way they're pursuing the football, Mike, has been just absolutely phenomenal as a unit. They've been great. Can't ask any more of them. Swarming. They're a swarming defense. They're swarming. Listen, I think they they understand now where we're at on the offensive side. They understand that they're not going to be able to, you know, constantly control the clock and control the game. That they're going to have to go back out there from time to time and shut teams down and and they've done an extremely good job at doing that. So can't say enough about them. Xavier Howard with the big play. Xavier Howard always. I mean, the safety was over there too. I mean, it, it, you know, it, it was almost like right. either one of them could have picked right. the ball off down there, you know? You know, they had a few other opportunities at, at some interceptions, I felt, you know, um, over the course of the game. The pressure was great, you know, on the blitzes. My goodness. I mean, I remember me and you talking early on in the game, and I'm like, Mike, they got to get after this guy because he's sitting there flat-footed. 
and they better change up their game plan a little bit because he's got time to throw the football right now, and uh, he's making some plays here and there. Um, yeah, they seem then, to get more more aggressive in the second half. They did, and well, even more so towards the second quarter. They they kind of turned it up a notch where they were they were blitzing and they were knocking him on his ass. Um, he was getting knocked around. Supposedly, he had a concussion. Uh, and he was playing through a concussion yesterday. I was reading about that this morning. So that that was interesting. You know, I, I didn't see a play where he actually hit his head, but who the hell knows? I mean, they knocked him on his butt quite a few times. Uh, they did a pretty good job on Barkley. You know, he I had don't one- know. I saw, I saw that and I said he looked okay to me. I think the team kicked his ass, you know, in the locker room. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. Uh, yeah, Barkley, um, you know, getting back to him, you know, in our run defense. He had 55 yards yesterday, Mike, but he had one 23-yard run, yep. right? Yep. You know, so that that basically was half of the yardage that he ran for yesterday, minus that 23 yards. And you always have to include that. But I love to do these things with the numbers, right? So you take that one 23-yard run away. You know, and he had 32 yards on his 10 other carries. That's an average of 3.2 yards a carry. They did a really good job. You know, they broke down on one play. Great. You know, the other 10 carries, they pretty much shut them down. So I'll yeah. take that all day long, you know? For sure. So, you know, the defense, you can't say enough about them. I think that, you know, as we talked about earlier, you know, I feel that they're, they're the main reason for our turnaround, the, the statistics and the numbers, you know, in regard to the touchdown passes allowed and the interceptions, complete turnaround. Uh, over a five-game period, I mean, you, they've allowed three touchdown passes over their last five games. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And they've intercepted eight balls. Absolutely phenomenal. You can't, you can't, I mean, that's, you know, that's about one and a half every game, Mike. I mean, you know, yeah. they're, they're getting the job done. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The defense is kicking some ass. The they offense. Did, let me ahead. tell you, they didn't all grade well yesterday. There were a few guys that did not grade well, but when you look at the tackling, right, only one guy didn't grade well, and that was Landon Roberts, who was exceptional otherwise. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's weird because he graded out well against the run, but he didn't yep. grade out Coverage. well tackling. So was right. he in position to make plays and didn't didn't make the tackle? Well, his run know. defense wasn't terrible. It was sixty-five six. Right, that's what I'm saying, but his tackling was well below that. Right. So his his pass rush was poor, his coverage grade was good, and his overall grade was good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about number of plays. Right. Well, all I can tell you is this is that it's fun to watch. He made he made two tackles and had a missed tackle. Gotcha. You know, two it's it's fun to watch the defense. It's fun to watch Tua put those drives together because the defenders on the other side know it's coming and yep. they can't do a damn thing about it. You know, the, the, the touchdown passes, you know, the finishing of drives is so important. You know, you have to do that. I mean, th- this is what Tua is, Mike. You know, he had two touchdowns, no interceptions yesterday, right? Yep. Um, you know, he had one touchdown, I think, the week before. This is what Tua is going to be. You know, we can't expect him to go out and have three, four touchdown pass games in football games. I think that they're going to control the, control the football, allow the defense to rest at times, put a couple of drives together, and this is going to be the formula for winning down the stretch. The question is, is when we play Tennessee and they have some offense 
and we play New England, who has New, some offense. New Orleans. At this point, I'm not overly, overly concerned with New Orleans. Um, they haven't been playing very well. Their defense is pretty good. Uh, but Mike, you know, we talk about this every week. Every week's a new challenge. Um, you know, we were a little concerned with this giant football team coming in, and they handled them, right? We handled Baltimore. We handled the Jets up in New York. We're getting the job done. Carolina. Carolina. As long as the Carolina was another great game. I keep forgetting about that, the way the defense played mm -hmm. and Tua executed perfectly. This is what we have to do in order to win games. We can't make mistakes. We, we cannot, I think you said something on the page that I was reading that we cannot afford mistakes at any turn in, in football games. Because if we make one or two or even three, it's going to really affect us. We're not good enough to do that. Isn't that what you posted? I saw something to that effect. Yeah, you well, you said you said it, and it it you know it's true. I mean, you know, we're not winning games by twenty one points. You know, we're, we're, these are close games that we're playing. Right. We won by nine points. That's you know two plays. Right. Yep. I mean, yeah, eleven. We won by eleven. Yeah, yesterday. I'm sorry, but but yeah. but yeah, they had nine points. So you know, we won by eleven yesterday. But yeah, absolutely, Mike. I mean, we were able to put a couple of drives together late in that game that kind of separated and they weren't able to generate any type of offense, but you know, we, it was a nip and tuck game is what I'm saying. You know what yes. I mean? It was close. And had we had a big turnover in our end of the field, you know, who knows how that game ends up. Right. Well, we've, we've saw that Mike early in the season where we well, had yeah, a couple exactly. of bad turnovers yeah. Yeah. that wound up, you know, biting us in the butt, you know, and we wound up losing games to teams we really shouldn't have lost to. Right. I hate crying over spilled milk, but my goodness, just think about the position we would be in if we did, you know, if we, if we had, we won those couple of games, the games that we should have won. Can yeah. We'd be forward, in a great position. You know, yeah. Yep. You're right. But we've but, got an opportunity to get back in the race and we'll see. Yep. Well, we're back in it right now, Mike. The question is how much, how much more can we, how, how much further can we go in regard to, being one of the wild card teams, you know, right now we're in the hunt, right? You know, we've created that situation with the five wins. Another win when we come from our bye week. And um, my goodness, we should be completely healthy coming back from this bye week. I mean, that's the positive thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, the guy that I won't mention, hopefully <laughs> he'll be back by then. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't bet on it. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe Joe, that's funny. Uh, maybe Jones is back by then and we, you know, we're, we're at full capacity and that's what you want. You know, you don't want a team that's going down the stretch here, you know, uh, not healthy. You know, a lot of the teams around the NFL are not healthy right now. There's a ton of injuries everywhere. So, you know, as long as we stay healthy, we're coming out of this bye week, we're going to have a nice rest you know, for the stretch run here. I mean, Mike, there's a lot of positives. There really is. There's a lot of positives. Um, you know, maybe they can work on that, you know, that passing game, getting the ball downfield a little bit better. We got to get to it to set his feet and just throw, air the ball out, you know, and, and just get the ball down the field, stretch these defenses out a little bit because, you know, teams are watching film. They know what we're doing and, um, you know, as if we have to execute perfectly and, and play mistake-free football, 
on on drives and over the course of the game at times in order to win it. And um, you know, I, I just don't know if it's sustainable. But right now, five games in a row it has been. So we'll it see has what happens. Been. And it should be against the Jets as well. Yep. Yes, sir. What else we got, Mike? Anything else? That's it. Listen, you know, you gotta be happy, Mike. You know, um, you know, we we Hey, we just- I'm very happy. Look, they when they were one and seven I was not oh, a happy God. camper. You know, I was just not not a happy, and and they've made me happy. I mean, at least they're competing, and that's what you want to see. Yes, absolutely. You now, know, wh- where the season ends up, who knows? And that, to me, that's not quite as important as them competing and getting better and getting better. And you're seeing that. You're seeing Tua play at a high level. You're seeing Phillips starting to come on. Yes. Uh, Howard's picking balls off. You know, everything is looking like it's supposed to look. And right. that's what you want. Right. Waddle has been yes, just absolutely. consistently good every single week. I mean, the guy dropped one ball this week and that, you know, we were in shock over that. You know, I mean, that's going to happen. Everybody drops balls. The thing is this, is that nobody's perfect. And let's give a lot of credit to the coaching staff and the adjustments that they've made uh, because, Mike, we, honestly, we didn't really talk much about them at all during this podcast. They've made a lot of, a lot of changes and, and have done a lot of good things for us to go on this winning streak. So, you know, with what they have to work with, which, you know, in certain positions is not a lot. Credit due in certain areas, but, you know, not, let's not overlook where mistakes have been made and, and we need to move forward from it. Well, they've got to find an answer for the offensive line. Whatever that is. Right. Yeah. But we know that. I mean, everybody knows that. We know that. We got to get a running back. We didn't talk about this either. The San Francisco loss uh, yesterday was major for us. I mean, major. It was a a crazy game that was. Crazy game. And and a loss that we didn't really expect because Seattle hasn't been playing well. When me and you talked, you know, we felt that, uh, yeah, they're going to probably get a win there. Well, they didn't. So that was a positive for us. So we're going to probably get. They should have. <laughs> they should have, right. But, um, you know, the good thing is, is that now, you know, we're not going to regret making that trade as much, Mike, because, the, the, you know, the separation between our pick and the San Francisco pick going forward, hopefully, unless they go on a win streak and we lose out, is not going to be that much of a separation. Um, so hopefully. Right. Don't jinx us. Yeah. Hopefully they finish, you know, uh, with, with a worse record, and and we wind up, um, do you know, wind up benefiting from that. So, with all that being said, that was a really really good day yesterday in regard to that as well. But what I was getting at is is that we'll have a middle round pick, you know, in this year's draft, and then in the second round we're going to have a very early pick, you know, or or will it be a set or it'll be a mid round or two now, right? It'll be wherever we fall. It's us, right? We yes. don't have somebody yes. else's pick. Correct. I don't know why I keep thinking we have somebody else's pick in the second round, too. Nope. All right, Lewis, we have another show in the books. Yes, sir. Another win in the books. Another show in the books. And another happy week ahead in the books, hopefully. Two weeks, right? Well, two weeks. Yeah, I won't be happy next week because... It's <laughs> not going to be a dolphin game. Right. I'll be able. I do enjoy it to some extent because I can watch other teams. 
you know, I, I do enjoy doing that, but, uh, you know, it's not I like I will say this. I'm seeing more cover zero by other teams. Yeah, they're co- it's copycat league, Mike. But yeah. you know what? A lot of teams can do it. You have to execute it. That's the yep. thing. You yep. have yep. to have the personnel, and we do. We've got guys that fly to the quarterback. I mean, Holland is quick to the quarterback. I mean, yep. we have guys that can get to – Jones is quick to the quarterback. Uh, we, we do a great job of, of um, you know, of uh, executing that defense. It's not as easy as as it looks at times. It just right. isn't. Everybody no, has to be in position. So, All right, Lewis. We'll be back. Yes, sir. Till then, fins up, everybody. Fins up, Dolphins. Fins up. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care. Sports Social Podcast Network.